What's happening? Welcome to another episode of Two Tones. Yes, sir. We back like cooked crack. We nah. bike. <laughs> we we bike. bike. Yeah, we definitely bike, man. <laughs> you stupid. Um, yeah, we we've been missing for a couple weeks. Go ahead, definitely, man. Give it to All us right. now. Go ahead. Yeah, tone it down goes to us. I'm just I'm just starting to show off with a bang. Listen, tone it down goes to the Tonys. Uh, we haven't been here in a couple of weeks. I know the family been asking what's going on. You know, life happens, and sometimes we just have technical difficulties, and sometimes we have life. Struggle. So we're back and we're here. So tone it down goes to the Tonys collectively for the yep. show. That's you know, both we, us. We eat that. Yeah, that was like a two week. It wasn't like a two week. Uh, yeah, like break almost or, three. Yeah, that was spring break for us. But um, almost three. <laughs> almost three. And we, the crazy thing is, we definitely recorded the show, but it ain't. T- Basically, we back. You know what I mean? So, Tony Down goes to us. But, um, Tony, man, what you been up to, man? Tony ain't trying to tell y'all he went to uh, Cancun for spring break for real. Wow. Cancun? No, I was in Brazil, homie. You can see him on Snapchat. You got the Zika? I don't got a Snapchat, though. (laughs) So, that whole... So, you just... (laughs) You You just threw me out there. You was just like, you could catch me. I was in Brazil. You got Zika or something now, Oh, Zika. Oh, I didn't catch that Brazil. Oh, yeah. Nah. Nah, I'm good. Nah, Brazil was crazy, man. Um... Nah, but we back, man. Tone it down goes to us. I know they've been asking. Not necessarily, but um, let me also say to our new listeners, because we got 3,000 plus plays on our recent episode. Yeah. So, shout those out you, to y'all. Those of you who are new to the show, who clicked on the episode by mistake because you've seen Metro Woman there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we a show, two men who, who, you know, who talk about sports, primarily music. We do music critiques. We talk about culture, religion, relationships, and current events and everything else in between. You know what I mean? So, welcome to Definitely. the show. You know, and if you clicked it and just never listened to us again, we appreciate the uh, click. But we definitely got 3,000 plus listens now. So listen, we're expecting 1,000 plays minimum so, each yeah, episode. Yeah, and if we don't get it, it's, it's on site. <laughs> it's so, on site, man. We fake we fake big time now. So yo, um, Actually, I'll say this. I heard on the radio this morning that um, the Easter Bunny at a mall in New Jersey took the oh, yeah, Jersey City and caught the fit. Oh, that was yeah. you. No, 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 no. It wasn't me. Nah. <laughs> yes, it was. That's yes, crazy. It was. You was the one who caught the fade, wasn't you? You was the Bruh. customer who caught the fade? Nah, my nigga took off the he took off the head and the hands. First he was fighting without the head. Then he got tired and took the bunny hands off. It was in yo, Jersey they City. Had a, they had a sound clip. The drip was like, yo, the Easter bunny throwing hands. I yeah. cried, dog. I cried. That was in Jersey City. I was in Jersey City this morning. Yo, Actually, that I was le- a- I legit told my wife, I was like, yo, Tony fighting the Easter bunny. Nah, I, I wish it was me. I would have got famous, um, <laughs> but I'm a Cardi B. But nah, that's definitely um Newport Mall in Jersey City. Shout out to Jersey City. Some real goons over there. Is that a good man. mall? Um, I haven't been there personally. I don't go to that mall. Oh, but, um, okay. Did it, you, that's all I need to know. That is all yeah, I need I mean, to know. Shout out to Jersey City. Though. I got homies out there. I don't want to get jumped after this show. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, man, it definitely was a brawl in Jersey City. Easter Bunny fighting is all over the news. Just Google. Just If you're on Twitter, search Easter Bunny Brawl and you'll see Jersey City, Jersey. Shout, shout out to the listener that hit me this morning and said, yo, so that's how y'all get down? You know who you are. Um... <laughs> But yeah, man. So Tony, what you been up to, man? Besides uh, fake busy, whatever uh, you been up fake to. Fake busy? No, 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 no. Don't even do that. I, <laughs> I was available, brother. Don't yeah, even do listeners. that. Y'all get to this fake busyness of Tony T. <laughs> new listeners, because uh, so I, I will admit when I am fake busy, but I was not fake busy. Okay. Over over this little break. Um okay. But yeah, man, just working. You know, trying to figure some things out to uh, you know move forward in life with my my wife, all that good yeah, stuff. Man. Trying to find out ways to this paper without signing the bird, man. You know what I'm saying? But uh, Yeah, man. I, listen, it's real out here. 
definitely real ahead, man. But yeah, I've been doing the same, man. Living, working, not podcasting, obviously. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what you been listening to, man? Before we get into these music, because we got some albums um, we're gonna talk about, some more than others. But what you been listening to? <laughs> um, I was listening to this '90s playlist on Spotify. Um, oh. um, what else was I listening to? Um, I was checking out Dayton's album from yeah, God yeah, Only okay. Money. I still haven't got to that, man. I, I skimmed um, through it. I still haven't got to it, though, personally. But yeah. What else have I been listening to? Uh, I was dabbling with some Nas records. Mm. Um, yeah, that's about it. Other than what we're going to talk about, but yeah. Right, same. I mean, other than what we're going to talk about. Um, oh, and this new Truth record, that too. Because we're not about to talk about that, but yeah. Nah, yeah, because I ain't even here yet anyway, so... Um. Yeah, we're not about to talk about that right now. I guess maybe when his album come out, we can talk about it. Maybe, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, uh, beloved Golden State Warriors, though. What happened, man? Well, not yours, but collectively. My, my beloved. Not I mean, your beloved. The league's beloved. The league's uh, beloved and Twitter's beloved. You know, the, man, the band way. I'll say this. I think that is probably the worst shooting night Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Yeah, from three. Klay yeah. Thompson and Steph Curry will never, ever, ever again shoot that bad. I, never. Can't, I could never see that. Yeah, um, I never, never now, I'll say this. Watching the game, the Spurs set everybody on Steph Curry. Everybody. Yeah. Um, there were some times, though, that I felt like Steph didn't go as hard as he could have where they were switching off on pick and rolls and he'd end up with LaMarcus Aldridge or Boris Diaw on mm-hmm. him. And... If he can mix up and blend Kevin Durant like he's in a Vitamix, I'm pretty sure he can do it to these bigs, but he chose not to or felt like he couldn't get it off. I don't know. Um, but there yeah. were times where they were doubling him, and mm-hmm. as he as he split the double team only to be doubled again. Like, Yeah, that's crazy. So like the with that kind of attention, he can't. he's not going to get it off. Um, all that being said, that game was entirely too close for Steph Curry to shoot one for 12 from yes. three for a game. Yeah, and they like, still were like eight points. Because you know, nor- normally if he shoots 12, he'd probably make him five or six of them. Yeah, and that so, and still lose by eight? Like, y'all, that shows yeah, like that. Y'all really ain't do much. And and <laughs> I'll say this, the Warriors played without Andrew Bogut and without Andre Iguodala. Andre without- Iguodala doesn't give you too much on the scoring end. But mm-hmm. just his versatility and the things that he brings as a playmaker um, and the hustle that he brings to the floor and Andrew Bogut in terms of size, rebounding. Because without him, there is no size that the Warriors play with consistently. Like Draymond Green runs the five and right. ran the five most of that game. Um, I think I LaMarcus think the main Aldridge, reason. LaMarcus Aldridge had a field day with Harrison Barnes and Draymond yeah. Green on him. Yeah. Like he's too All- big. He's Aldridge too big. New, he's the to face be in now. The post. Like definitely, he's the face of the Spurs. The, no, the he ain't. Face, like. No, he ain't. Yes, he is, bro. That like corn. No, corn. Okay, Kenny is the, is the face. Kenny. Cornrow <laughs> Kawhi and Cornrow Kenny. Cornrow Kawhi. <laughs> no, Kawhi is. But what I'm saying is, I guess in replace of Duncan, because Duncan didn't play obviously yesterday also. Duncan, but yo, I think I Duncan might have played 12 minutes. Like I honestly, he really wasn't out there and because if Bogut wasn't is, out there, that's why. If Bogut was out there, well, he would have been out there yeah. more. So but I, I mean, even even to start the game, he didn't even start. He came off the bench. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like this this is what I'll say about the Spurs. Like when your best the best player in your franchise's cool, history, okay. the best power forward in NBA history is like, okay, I'll come off the bench because it's better for our team that I do so. Right. Like 
that's the kind of team you don't want to play in the playoffs. A team that the best player has already said, yo, I'll sacrifice my minutes. Even if even though he's only really playing like 28 minutes, but to that's sacrifice why. that much, like that's and that's what scares me about the Spurs for the Warriors is they haven't played a full strength game against the Warriors. Granted, the Warriors didn't have full strength this game, but the first game they did and they won yeah. by 30. But yeah. the Spurs didn't play with Tim Duncan. Basically, the Warriors haven't seen Tim Duncan yet this year. Most likely they'll play each other in the playoffs before the, the finals, before the Western Conference finals. They're going to they, meet up. I'll so, say this. That's the it crazy depends. thing. It depends how this final I mean, seeding ends up. Because if Oklahoma, they're going to play each other. I mean, if, they're one and two. They're going to be one and two. If Oklahoma, so, but Oklahoma cannot San Antonio out. They can, but like so, it could be. It's there's going to be one of those two that gets Golden State. If I'm Golden State, I want Oklahoma City. If I'm San Antonio, I'm not shook about nothing. Okay, but let me ask you this, right? Golden mm-hmm. State, uh, the season is coming to a close. But wait, a couple more games left, right? Yeah. So, do you go for the record, or do you rest your starters going into playoffs? Like, do you go for the record I mean, and push it to the side, or do you rest your starters and say, I mean, yeah, you know what I mean. So, what I do you mean, do? how would it look to have that record and not win the title? That's what you're risking. You're risking that. Um, they're already dealing what with I the mean, injury bug a little bit when you're Steph missing. Steph said out the whole dollar. fourth the other day, and they still won. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, you do risk. I mean, um, what game was that? I think it was the first Oklahoma City game a couple weekends ago, the one that yeah. was on Saturday. He twisted his ankle. He left. He came back. Luckily for them, but you're risking, you know, hobbling injuries, lingering injuries, um, if they play heavy minutes now. If they keep blowing teams out in the first half like they've been doing, and able to rest their starters, and they can yeah. rest in the second mm-hmm. half, fine, go for it. But if I'm you're getting into if you're getting into a bunch of tough games, and I know you want to win those because you want to show that you can win the close games, especially right. with you know Memphis, the Clippers, Dallas, and San mm-hmm. Antonio being a lot of their remaining schedule, and you know that they're going to be in the playoffs, you got to show them, yo, we can win the close games. Right. Um, you kind of want to win those, but I don't want to risk. I wouldn't want to risk Steph Curry, Clay Thompson in a grinded out kind of game, or Draymond for that but matter. But that's, that's a place in history. That's the only record. Like that's, I, I personally, I'm going for the record. My t- if I'm a player, if I'm a coach, I'm going for the record. Listen, playoff time is coming. We get it. We've been right. like, would I'm you, going for the record. Would you rather be uh, the Patriots of the previous season, the ones that beat Seattle? Or do you want to be the eighteen and one Patriots? It doesn't necessarily listen. <laughs> That's what no, I mean, honestly, it could be that. If you lose Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, if you lose actually really anybody that's solidly in the rotation, that could cost you against But it's not San such Antonio. a high risk. I, I don't think it's, it's that of a much of a risk as what you're portraying it to be. Like, oh, they can get injured. I mean, if, if you play them, I'm a loser. They can play those games if, and still be good for the playoffs. They, got, you they might have floor. home court all throughout the playoffs at that. So I'm sure there's going to be some rest. Yeah. They're going to get a, probably a team, number eight seed. They might play. Who's eight? I don't know if it's Phoenix somebody. But they might play probably them. Like might, Houston or somebody they're going to wash. Might wash. So they might rest anyway. You know what I mean? So I think they're able to do it, man. Like I, I think they're capable. I mean, Curry has ankle no, issues. No, they're definitely capable. I'm, I'm not saying they're not capable. But I'm saying, is the risk worth it? Trying to actually play for the record. I, I was if you fl- if you if you weigh that you already have 
two starters or a starter in your sixth man who was just your finals MVP, they're both out right now with injuries. Do you really want to risk another key injury? Yeah. Listen, with football, the record is different. There's so many teams that have been 15-0, 16-0. That's happened a couple of times in football. It hasn't happened with the Bulls has done, number one. And to beat that Bulls record, that Bulls record is still for, like, what, 20, what, uh, 15 years? This is the 20th year. This is the 20th year. The 20th year. And that's a record no one has beaten in NBA history. So it's not like football. It's mad teams that went undefeated. Like, not mad, but, like, a handful of teams. That has been done before. This is something that has been no, done before. There's only been one that's been completely undefeated, and that was 72, the 72 Dolphins. Man, man they won, okay, one game. Heck, uh, undefeated hey. in the regular season. Hey. No, the Patriots are undefeated in the regular season. They lost. Yeah, but they weren't undefeated all the way through to the Super Bowl like the Dolphins were. But we're talking regular season. That's okay, you're going to add the playoffs in with Golden State, yes. too? Like, well, no, but I'm saying. No, the that point. was the playoffs. You can't add a, We're talking regular season here, bro. Regular season. The Bulls okay. ain't count the playoff games. They count regular what? season. But guess what? The Bulls Matt. got the record and they got the ring. So okay. if you get okay. the record, you okay, got to get the ring. But guess what? Nothing. Next topic. It so. means nothing. No, I mean, if the Warriors go 73-9 and nine and lose in the conference finals, nobody cares that they went 73-9. and nine. You They do be care because it's going down in history. Bruh, but you would be disappointed. So, but, you okay, again, you're portraying this. As if like it can't, they can't win the title. Also, you act like they get the record, they're definitely not gonna get the title. Just no, look at I'm the. Not op- saying that. Let's be I'm optimistic for a minute. Okay, I'm let's saying be optimistic. There's a risk in there, doing so. There That's is all a risk. I'm saying. There is a risk, but it's not and a great I'm risk. I'm wondering, is the risk worth it? There's not a great risk. There's a risk, but it's not a great other risk as what you're portraying. It, as I as said, they got as, a good bench. I'm they saying got, this: if they lock up home court advantage, yeah, like before, if they lock it up before clinching this record, the regular season. Win percentage record. Yeah. Do I still have a reason to play for that record if I have home court advantage locked up? Yeah. Now, this is granted, history. they may have. Granted, they may have to actually make history to lock up home court because San yeah, Antonio is like two and a half games behind hills. them. Yeah. So they might actually have to go seventy three and nine just to be the number one seed. But. You're okay, going. Will Chamberlain, 100 points a game. That's a history, right? Will Chamberlain yep. even regarded as one of the top five players of some people. Rarely he is, right? He ain't regarded as the greatest player. Jordan is. But he always, everybody talks about and shows the picture of him getting 100 points. And that's a record no one would touch. Well, well Curry might touch it in the future. Yeah. <laughs> Curry yeah. might touch yeah. it this weekend. Yeah. Curry be playing 28 minutes and have 50 points. Come on. Right. But what I'm saying is that still is certain things are milestones in history. Yes, I want the chip. I want the ring and also everything else. But like that's a place in history, bro. You fight for that and try to get the chip. But I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm not making light of what you're saying because you, you, you should rest your starters, forget the rest of the games and, and got a chance of repeating back to back. But either way, it, it's an interesting season, man. Um, we'll see what's going to happen in the playoffs. And it's going to be very interesting. Uh, my paces aren't doing too good right now. So I ain't going to talk about my team. Your team is trash. Yeah. So, I mean, you didn't even have to mention that, so thanks. But, yeah, yeah. that emoji was perfect for you. Oh, the, um, <laughs> the Paul, Paul George, George got the team on his back. Yeah, that that was – we really spent like 10 minutes on basketball talk. Our female <laughs> listeners are hot. Okay, I'm sorry, our women listeners. You know, female, male, you know, that's offensive. I don't want to, you know. Shout seriously. out to those of y'all that appreciate basketball talk. We love y'all. Yeah, um, yeah some do, but, you know, I'm a feminist, so I'm like – Stand up for my fellow woman apartment. But yeah, let's get to this album, man. Let's get to this music. You know, my expertise. Right. Allegedly. My fake expertise. Um Who we talking first, yeah? Alright, um, let's talk about LA. Okay. So LA announced a project, an album, 
called mm-hmm. All Have Fallen. Um, it came mm-hmm. out a couple weeks ago now. And he also, I think, did he announce it as the album came out that he had yeah. signed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, signed to Atlantic Okay, Records. so yeah, so the album, you know, we're just expecting this an independent release. Nope, he signed to Atlantic Records. Um, how, how did you feel about it? How did you feel about the album? Um, I didn't feel as much, honestly. I'm going to be real. Um, mm-hmm. However, his... I, it's not because I, I compared it to this, but his previous mixtape, Aura, and maybe because it had so many five samples, was really good to me. Yeah. Um, but this album, outside of Love a Nigga, which is the best song up there, and it's a bonus single, I think, and a mm. record with Kalani, yeah. I really... To me, it sounds like a, one long song, in a way. Right? Yeah. It, it doesn't really stand up stand out as much as I would like it to. Mm-hmm. L.A. is mad talented. Um, I've been following him since Moving the Truth. The whole squad, they all do. <laughs> L9 Spaz. So... Now, I'll say that. I'll say that. For me, and I agree with you. It definitely sounded... The cohesiveness is great, but it sounded it's very like cohesive. one song. It's definitely... Um, yeah. Sonically, the, the sounds didn't really change too much. But I was wondering no. why there was no Spazzy feature. Like, Spazzy is kind of is hot in these streets. Like, I'm surprised that wasn't, you know, a look. Yeah, maybe it was uh label. And I mean, there's, yeah, there's definitely different, you know, label forces that work. Yeah. The more hands that get into the pot, mm-hmm. you know, the less control you have. So we'll leave it at that. But I just thought that would have been a dope look for Spazzy because he's not on a major and he's still hot. Um, in these streets, yeah. um, and then also I just think they would have made a great song together. Um, D- definitely, they because made they have. great songs together before. Yeah, yeah because they have. So, um, um, yeah, it's, it's cool. I was kind of disappointed that I didn't see some of the, some of the um, well, Spazzy really that I didn't see Spazzy on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that, but I, I definitely agree with you in terms of aura. Um, like aura, aura is fire. Aura is just amazing. It is fire. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it is. Um, and I just I've seen, I feel like this lane is getting kind of crowded, and that's no no shade to LA because I like him, I like yeah. what he's done so far, but I feel like with Tiller and with Tory Lanez, Lanes and that it's, whole everybody starts everybody R and B's the same. Everybody's basically. doing singing and rapping, and there's got and with the deep dark uh, OVO sounds. No offense, yeah. I I don't mean that offensively. Yeah. I mean no, no. Drake's just a tastemaker. That's what. That's what happens when you're the biggest rapper in the world. Yeah, Other rappers, that yeah. you influence everybody else's sound. Like mm-hmm. when Jay was on the Blueprint, everybody mm-hmm. wanted soul beats. Like it just it is what it is. When Diddy, when Diddy had Puff and uh, well, he had Puff. He is Puff. When yeah. he had Big and Mace, and he was you know doing shiny suit songs. Will Smith got some shiny suit songs. You know what I mean? Everybody yeah. got shiny suit songs. Why, Clef? You you pick a rapper, they made a shiny suit song in 97 or 98. Jay included. So, right. you know, it's just, that's the way the waves go. But I think the difference is, not, back then they would pick a song and maybe and reflect and copy that song. Nowadays, people copy in complete styles. It ain't just a song. Their whole yeah. sound is, like, it's a bunch of Tillers, and Tiller is a carbon copy of Drake. Not I rock with Tiller for the most part, but, it's, you know, Lanes, they're all the same. Like, it's mm-hmm. very few outliers in R and B, let alone hip hop. But and like I said, L A is so dope. Aura was so different than like that Tilla and uh, what you call sound. And I seen L A live. Like he L A is a dope dude. I like his music. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this album wasn't what I was like expecting. Expecting and not 
And I could expect not expect it, and it still got something dope. But it was like, nah, I'm not really feeling that. I tried to listen to Open Air. You know, shout out to Lewis Young Balls. He loved me. He sent me links all the time. L.A., L.A. I get it, bro. But, uh, <laughs> it, like, I get it. Shout out to Lewis. But, um, like, it's, it's dope, but Love and Nigga is the best record up there. Um, and L.A. is spelled, for those who know, it's E-L-H-A-E. Every Lice. Mm-hmm. Every, every Lice. <laughs> this thing is where every life has a meaning, you know, LA. So it's like an acronym without the actual dots, like Drake, do right and kill everything. So, um, <laughs> no, seriously. So shout out to LA. Um, album is Congratulations cool. um, on the signing, of course. Yeah, congrats on the signing. I mean, he still got, I mean, this is the beginning. Like, he got a dope yeah. mixtape and a cool album. Like, and I'm just keeping it G. Like, so it was cool. Love and Nigga is the best record. And I think that should be pushed if it hasn't been already to radio. And yeah, man. Um, if y'all know who L.A. is, he was actually the guy on the hook on Manolo. Triple E. I got a cabin in Manolo. That Yo, was L.A. People. Let me ask you this. You think Reach Records, Reach Records is still going to have him doing hooks? Yeah, man. They, they work at everybody. Reach Records ain't Christian no more. <laughs> <laughs> man, Reach Records. And, man, of course. Yeah. Creating his songs. A bit creative. Writing with novel and all types of taking pictures with 2 chains, but never getting a record. Yeah, man. They're going to do that. So, um... Alright, so let's move on. Um, there's a project that we talked about on the episode that y'all will never hear because we couldn't get it to work. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's man. talk about Kendrick's Untitled Unmastered. Un- about time. We got like three weeks with this too. So we actually got time to sit in and marinate and listen to this. I ain't gonna this. lie. I ain't listened to it past the first week, the initial week that it came out. I haven't gone well, back. Well, run my fade because this album is really, <laughs> really dope. Um, eight songs. Some of the songs which were performed live, track three, track five, and track eight, you know, bits from those songs were performed live. Uh, mm-hmm. Colbert Report, um, SNL, stuff like that. Um, these are basically demos or like, not throwaways, but demos from the typical Butterfly. And some mm-hmm. of them are, they're so good, right? I seen like a tweet floating around like a couple weeks ago. Somebody saying Kendrick's throwaways are better than 95% of the rap game's actual albums. And like, and it's the truth. Like these songs are so good. I'll Sonic- say that. That yeah, I agree with yeah. that. Yeah, and, and sonically it's similar to Pepper Butterfly. Some are more eight oh eight driven, like track um seven, levitate, levitate, track two, get top on the phone, get God on the phone, that record is hard. Yeah. Um Get God track- on the phone. Yeah, that that record is hard. Um he got a track with CeeLo up there. CeeLo's just floating up there. I can't explain. And he got the funk he got funk, jazz, hip hop, soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got all types of like electric, like all types of genres up here, but I really like this album. Um, I've been playing this since it dropped. Um, and yes, you got the majority of Twitter and just people in general who, who call it boring and trash and don't like it because it's not with the condition to listen to. And some generally don't like because they don't feel Kendrick and they don't like his style. And I respect that. But I'm talking to those who generally just call it trash because it's not the typical 808 driven auto tune sound you're used to. Kendrick's actually making music and i wrote this on twitter like lyricism and musicianship is like the kryptonite of this generation like you get on real instruments and start really rapping no one really cares right and mm. i can appreciate trap and 808 and molly music not molly music but actually molly the drug music i can appreciate <laughs> like molly m-o-l-l-y music and trap I and all can't. that like i can listen to that stuff future rich i can listen to that and still appreciate kendrick and the rest but there yeah. are some people who just can't make the correlation and I, and I, to each his own, right? I, but it's yeah. like, I don't know. But the album is dope, man. Untitled, Unmastered. It wanted, did like 200,000 first week, number one. So Nice. I wanted to mention yeah, this. Um, Untitled 7, the second portion. Oh, yeah, uh, Swiss Beats. Produced son. by Swiss Beats' son. Um, yeah, man. 
Kendrick was rapping on that part. Yeah. I mean, he's rapping out throughout the whole thing, but... You niggas fit me like you fear God. I'm like, ah, yeah, you're going too far. But it, it was dope, man. He said, um, to my next album, he was saying some other lines in this. But I, I, I do have... Oh, the one line. One line. It, was, it definitely had to be shots at J Electronica. I could never kill a career if it never started. Yeah. They said it wasn't, oh, though. A, I'm like, yes, it is. Man, Stop please. It. That's a hard bar. I... I'd be like, yeah, it's about you and what? Like, what you yeah, would do like, about it? Um, Kendrick, t- Kendrick is so far apart from his peers. Like, he's the best in the game. It's not even let a me, question. Let me ask you this. Like, I, 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 was, I was thinking about this with Kendrick the other okay. day. Is Kendrick the Nas of this generation? I know people were saying J. Cole and Drake were the J and Nas. But mm-hmm. is Kendrick the actual Nas? I get what you're saying, conscious-wise. In term, um, yeah, and like, in terms of dense lyricism. Yeah. And then even, um, like... The start of his career. No offense to J. Cole, but none of his albums are Illmatic or It Was Written. Or we Good could Kid say Mad that, City. <laughs> yeah, but we could say that Kendrick's Good Kid, Mad City, and yeah, you know, very... Butterfly are on par with Illmatic. Both of them. <laughs> yeah. Both of them on par with Illmatic. And not very. that It Was Written isn't good, it just wasn't Illmatic. Yeah, but, yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Um, that's something to ponder upon. I would, if anybody, it would be Kendrick or J. Cole. And actually, they're them in itself. So they're them. Like, it's not the next. But I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. That's something definitely to ponder upon. I, I would love about to that see one. Kendrick and Nas do something. That that would be crazy. Nas still spit, too. Like, you yeah. know, old rappers kind of watch now. Nas still be spitting. Yeah. Like, and I guess Drake would be the quote-unquote Jay-Z of this generation with the hits and, you know, the and appeal. The flashiness and- charisma. You know, but yeah. like I said, Kendrick still to me is the best of the generation. It's not even like talent wise, like artistry. Of course, Drake has the biggest songs. We're not talking about the biggest songs who sell the most. We're talking who's the best, who's talented, who will out rap, who will make better. I think yeah. Kendrick just got it. It's not even close. Like, he's so, it's not close because anybody can step in Drake's world. Not everybody can step in Kendrick's world. Anybody can put 808s on filters and talk about girls and strippers and emotions and start singing. Anybody can do that style, but but they get over live instruments, instrumentation, and have breath control and rap and say yeah. and get like that takes a lot. So, man, Kendrick is just and, and he out of here. I man. know this may sound mad corny, but and to have a message like <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, seriously, because no offense to Drake, and I actually I'm a fan of Drake's music. I like Drake's though. We I, like I, Drake. I think Drake is show. super talented. Yeah, but there's no meaning behind what he's saying other than what he's actually saying. There's no, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get those words, like you can take Drake at his word. There's maybe there's a little double entendre, maybe, but unless it's no subliminal and shots fired, but like besides no, the shots, yeah, <laughs> but there's no overarching theme. There's no, you know, empowerment right, to be right. had from a Drake record. You don't walk away with unless, nothing, but like emotions, emotional drought like, is empowering for you. Yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, there's a market for it. He talks to a certain demographic, and there is a message to them. But if you're talking about a life lesson and something that'll cause you to think and that'll stimulate you, yeah, yeah. it's not. You're it's not really not getting that from a, You really ain't. Yeah, and and Drake does Drake. Kendrick does Kendrick. I'm not expecting each other to do each other, right? Yeah, may, some might not. Some might even argue that Kendrick can't make a hit songs like Drake and make club bangers. You probably right. Uh, right? No, no, he, he, I think he can. I'm just yeah, saying because I mean he made a political club banger. Yeah, we all right. It's fine. Um, yeah, exactly. and I started like that even more now. Like I'm really starting to like that song even more. Like I see it in rallies and protests and yo, you know, it's perfect for that. Like it's per- it's crazy. Kendrick knew what he was doing. He's yeah, like, but oh, um, this what we on? 
Yeah, I mean, but like I said, the album is dope. And they talking about he t- he's in the studio working on another album. I just want him to relax though, wow. take a break. Um, I won't be mad. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I was mad not. I didn't get that track in the beginning of the All Right video. Yeah. Picking on me. I was waiting for that record, bro. Yeah. That sound Kendrick, wave. Where is that? Yeah, send it to Two Tones. We got 3,000 uh, plays episode, so we big enough, man. Send <laughs> that, it to Two Tones. You can send it here. We won't leak. We moving, man. We got an ego. We got a fake ego now, man. 3,000 plays. Tell Y'all new tone, listeners, what up? Tell them. We don't leak. We don't leak stuff. <laughs> we, oh, we definitely don't. We got stuff. Trust me. We got music before we ain't leak. We got some joints. You know what I mean? Um, oh, but yeah, man. man. So I respect the album, the EP, whatever you want to call it. It's dope. And um. I look forward to this year. I don't know who else is dropping besides Drake that I'm int- interested in. Um, Drake is coming out real soon, right? Yeah, April, he said. Okay. Hold up. I forgot about Cole and Kendrick. That that whole double... Are we still interested in that? No. Nah, I wasn't. Okay. Um, you're all stepping okay. right past that. Um, right. I forgot I forgot to even talk about this before we got on, but what do you think about LL Cool J working with Dr. Dre? Are you interested at all? That, we're gonna step over that too. So let's get into this next album. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna step over. I'm gonna step over too. Um, let's get to the main Yo, album, man. You're not going. You're on step Todd Smith, fam. Yes, we are, fam. This is 2016. I respect Uncle his L? legacy. Uncle L. See, that's enough. That's all you have to say. Uncle L. Um, yeah. So let's get into this main album. This main album we're gonna critique and talk about today. All right, let's talk about it. Um, so first, before we even start. Um, a couple years back, this artist dropped a classic album. Classic. In every cent, every no sense of the word. This is not a debate. If no you debate. have heard School of Roses, <laughs> it is a classic album. And if yeah. you don't think so, your opinion is invalid, void, and you can delete everything. Every social media account you have, just leave. We don't want word. you anymore. Um, True. So Christian Grey, um, he dropped School of Roses. It was a classic album. Mm-hmm. Um and he's signed a new deal with Kirk Franklin's For Your Soul through RCA Records, which is a division of Sony. Which yep. is interesting because looking at like the notes on um, iTunes, because this is actually, and I'll say this, this is the first album I've bought in like nine or ten months. Because mm, that whole streaming thing. Okay. Yeah, because I've been. I respect that. Yeah, this is the first album I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy this right now. To support, and, yeah. And I'll still stream it, but I'm going to buy this joint. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he, he's it's a new album. It's called The Glory Album. The Glory it's Album. Out, it's out and it's available right now. How did you feel about this when you heard the title? What, what um, did you think? The whole, I think it came kind of quick, in my opinion. Not necessarily quick in the sense of, like, it dropped too early, but, like, it was like a whirlwind for me, you know, because he left Collision, um, as we all seen. And then it's like, he got signed to Kirk. And in my opinion, the album came out quick in a good way. Like, hold up, they dropping this. So, obviously, there were records he had in the tuck or in the vault. Or maybe, yeah. and I, maybe it's a bit too, going to two at a time. But I wonder if, like, Kirk had his hand in the creating process. Or Christian was just, like, free to, like, create. Um, it doesn't seem like it. Yeah, it doesn't, right? From, Knowing Kirk. Because he posted the liner notes on Instagram. It doesn't seem like Kirk was actually involved with the creation of the music. Outside of that um, Silver Surfer is... intermission. It was, outside of that. <laughs> he was like, you home. It's you're free. He's like, what you do, you're hold free. On, let me, hold on, let me do it. He's like, Christian, I, I love what I've been hearing, brother. It's your uncle, your nephew. I'm just kidding. He ain't do all that. But he was and like, shout out to you know, Kirk Millie rocking and, and using... Uh, <laughs> 
You you definitely heard an episode or you yeah, seen Kurt, the link. You could you could have tweeted the episode, Yo, Kurt. Kurt up there, Millie Rockin' using the Crushing You instrumentation, instrumental, whatever on no, stage. No, they he, played Crush on they You. Played they played it. Yeah. Yes, the musicians played Crush on You. Kurt, we know you heard the catalog. That episode got like 500 plays now. Kurt, we know you heard it. If y'all churchy people listening, y'all know y'all probably sent it to him. Your people sent it to you, or you sent the <laughs> you seen the actual clip of the guy playing Crushing You. Whatever. Either way, Kurt was Millie Rockin', and um, it was funny. And some people, oh. People just Kirk been doing this. You, if you're new to this, listen. Yo, if you ain't seat. seen Kirk being a, a fifth Jodeci member on the piano, the Kirk been grinding on pianos, yo, pumping you've mic been, stands. You've been saying this since we started this show. I think like the third episode, you said that, and I cried. He is yeah. like he was like Kirk, he was grinding on the piano like a Jodeci member, grinding the keys and like Jodeci, like like the Martin episode. But that's what it was. Um, so back to Christian, um, the Glory album. Okay, I think the name was very spoken for itself. You know, maybe you know the glory album, and actually each mm-hmm. song depicts that in different forms. Like why this is such a glorious moment or occasion, right? So, mm-hmm. um, the album cover, I think he's in rain. I don't know what that is. Um, I think uh, it looks like yeah, it looks like it's a rain setting. Like he's he's being rained on. It's definitely a confetti machine. Um, no, but seriously, it's, <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's definitely Photoshop. Dumb. It's a spray no. bottle with a fan. It's a spray. <laughs> <laughs> they they spray moose with a fan, but um, <laughs> niggas spray moose in the back of the fan. It's <laughs> um, dumb. We no, get, no, 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 no. You gonna um, get a hit out for us? We gonna get a hit out for us? I'm saying jokes too. Man, Christian is dope. We support Christian in everything yeah, you do. So definitely. they ain't even. We ain't slurring the music. We talking about, and I, we ain't even slurring the artwork. We just you know, it is just two tones, man. Whatever. Um, nah, so, but let's get to the album, man. Yeah, um, let's jump let's, into I'll it. let you top it off. Pause. Pause. Let you top it off and start. You know, and I must All say right. this album. Okay, I'm a, go, I'll let no, you go, go ahead. No, I'm gonna say this album is very piano driven. Yes. Like when it comes, to, it's very piano. It's like what eight, maybe mostly every song almost is very piano driven. I mean, like the I piano think there is the main. Maybe one song that doesn't have piano. That's yeah, yeah. Okay, and, let's get to it, man. Okay, so let's start with the glory part one. Um, mm-hmm. Piano driven. Very. Yo, honestly, when I heard this, it sounded like. I I hesitate when I say this, but almost like, '05 is Kanye. Like I feel like this mm-hmm. could fit in with heard him say. Yeah. To a certain yeah. degree, like yeah. stylistically, um. But I loved it. I'm like, yo, this is dope. He he did some singing. He did some rapping. It's an intro. Yeah. And for if you haven't heard of Christian Grey before, or Kristen Grey, I guess how you should say it. Um, if you haven't heard of him before, this album, this gives you a nice foray into what his skills are as a singer, as a vocalist, as an arranger, as a rapper. Um, so you get a little bit of everything from him in this intro. How did you feel about it? I liked it, man. Um, like you said, I like the chord. The whole, it's like three keys. Something simple. Um, but yeah. definitely, it's simple, but it's definitely catchy. You know, um, like I said, it's a great int- introduction. Um, somebody actually hit me early, one of my friends, whatever. She was like, yo, who's this Christian Grey guy everybody talking about? You know what I mean? Kirk talking about it, everybody on my timeline. I'm like, check him out. And I recommended her School of Roses, of course, and this album also. But um, <laughs> as and I say that to say, this is definitely, if you never heard of him, listen to this album. I think on the first song, he gives you a piece of what he does collectively, right? Yeah. Like singing, rapping, this is me. So I think it was a good intro. Um, definitely. I think it was a good intro, man. Stop me. Yo, Stop Me is hard, and I can't wait for this to be during, like, T 
TNT and ESPN both got to use this for the that's playoffs. Cra- I was going like, to say that. That's up. crazy. It's like, like a, I know ESPN yeah. has used it for a Steph Curry highlight package, mm-hmm. but nah, this really needs to be a part of their NBA coverage. Like, yeah, I can definitely hear this. Like during commercials and during like you know a finals commercial. Stop. Like, yeah, yeah, like it's just he, it's got this like confident, this mind, aggressive. Like, Exactly, aggressive, a lot of monumental. Energy, like, like yeah, yeah, I'm I'm here and I'm doing what I do. Stop me from doing what I do if you can. Yeah, man, he's talking to a lot of people up here. Like, man. I it, would love to see a Jordan or Kobe highlight to stop me. <laughs> that'd be fine. Um, Absolutely, Kirk, work that out, man. We know you know everybody. Um, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so well, yeah. Stop me is dope. I like Stop Me. I think the album is starting off really good. Yes. Um, and this next song makes it even and. and Okay, next song is Fort Knox. Um, yes, pr- possibly my top three songs up here. And I'm going to say this. I didn't like... Well, not, not that I didn't like it. I didn't listen to Fort Knox when it first came out. It was one of the singles. Yeah. And I didn't pay attention to it. I'm like, uh... Not that I didn't like because it, it was Christian Grey. I was just consumed by so much music around that time. It came out early this year, I think. And I'm like, Dad, I'm just listening yeah. to everything around this year. I think year. it came out in like late January. Yeah, so... But Fort Knox is really good. I love the beat. Yeah. That, like... The Yo, production is dope. It's it's up tempo a little bit. Got the little the little uh little little bit of shades of Jersey Club. Yeah, a little bit. Jersey. Yeah, and it has no piano in it for the, one of the first songs, <laughs> I believe. Okay, yeah, I could be wrong. Yeah, this um, didn't have. Okay, so two songs I think have no piano. Does this have any type of correlation with the actual Fort Knox, or did you listen that hard? Or okay, so the reason he's calling it Fort Knox, he's saying mm-hmm. basically he's singing about how. You know, he's trying to connect with his wife, his woman, mm-hmm. and her heart is locked up. She's not right. letting him in. Like, she's mm-hmm. guarded against him. Oh, we um, all know that. <laughs> which plays right into the next song, Afraid With You. Man, this is the best song up here. And and I say that without mm. any clout. My, okay. Think so? Yes, I know so, bro. This is... Okay, you might, you might talk about... I know a song you yeah. might say, the radio-driven, whatever. You might say that song. But Afraid yeah. With You, I know what you're uh-huh. saying. I know what you're going to say. But I'm Afraid With You, it's so definitely piano-driven. Only a piano and maybe sound effects in the background. Like, and the Oof. song is talking about, and he actually dropped a commentary um, version yeah, of the Yeah, I have song. to listen to the commentary. I haven't listened to that yet. I've been yeah. stuck on the music. This is what I've been listening to since it came out. That's why I haven't been listening to Kendrick, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I respect that. This is you so know, but, I've been and, on this. Uh, but afraid but with I, you, he talks about he talks about how you can love someone. Like I don't, I'm not afraid to watch you go, watch you leave, but I'm afraid the way I love you, right? So he was saying how he loves a woman and he cares for a woman. He has her, right? But he's afraid that she might leave one day. Like he works, mm-hmm. he works all this up. He keeps her, he nourishes her, he makes sure he's there. But he's afraid the fact that she might even leave him one day, you know. So he talks mm-hmm. about it in a commentary, or whatever. And this song is very, and this is not even just exclusively to like a, a relationship like this could be a friendship this could be you and yeah. your job like <laughs> you know what i mean so really like this song is really really good and i listen to the song with certain people in mind like yo it's really hits home like it's yeah. about that person you're not i'm not afraid to, to watch you go and watch you leave like i'm afraid i'm afraid with you the way i love you like and sometimes you, you can scare yourself about how much you love people you know to a certain mm-hmm. extent it's like god i don't love you that much but um Afraid with you. Look, listen, if y'all listen to this, you never heard the album, heard Christian Grey, this may be the first song you need to go to. Then Fort Knox to turn up. But this song is very piano-driven, emotional. You need to light candles and just listen to this in the dark, man. Um, 
Nope. <laughs> They're having a side. But Take a bubble bath or something. A bubble bath? Nah. But what you... Any more thoughts on the freight with you? Nah, Who we produced good. We this? Can, uh, you know who produced this? Give me one second. I can pull it up. Pause. Yeah, you don't got a production credits. Man, we got 3,000 plays. You just get full of yourself. We don't need production credits. <laughs> we don't need that. We don't need facts. that now. Who needs facts? No. All right. Afraid With You was produced. Uh, uh, it's not really written like that. It's kind of just uh, a list of the writers. Okay. Uh, well, somebody definitely. Kristen Gray, Eric Bradley, and Chris Bradley. Chris Bradley. I think the name is familiar. I think he's a uh, pianist. Someone definitely played the message of this song. Kristen um, played the piano. Oh, okay. Wow. I Yo, I ain't know Kristen. Well, I didn't ever put two or two together. You ain't That's watched crazy. the Wonder Wednesdays videos? No, I Yo, didn't. Yo, honestly, Chris need to do that. That needs to be a project. A oh, EP, like, um, a EP of Stevie Wonder covers. Like Saturday morning cartoons? Shoot, I don't care. I don't care how he <laughs> wants to do it. Man, that hit. Yo, I think Christian relates to Stevie, like, style-wise, the most of any other artist. Like, that's, you can tell that's his influence. Do, he could do Stevie and he could do some Mike, and I'd be fine with that. Two Stevie, yeah, but I, two Mike records, and put them on an EP. Put them out. Nah, I want Stevie though. I, I, he he good on the mic too, but I want Stevie. That man. Well, absolutely. Okay, Fifty Shades, man. Fifty yeah, Shades. Man. And, and I love how he did this, man. I love the whole vibe, Christian. Though that was Christian, like, yeah, yeah. His, his name is Christian Gray, and actually, Fifty Shades, the movie of the book. The the guy name the character's is, name is Christian Gray. The character's name is Christian Gray with an A, like actual Christian. His is with an O, Christian. That's crazy. The whole correlation, like that was dope. Um, yeah, I love his record. I mean his record. I love his flow of him, man. Mm. He's changing his voice up, the way he spit, whatever. And it's two parts to this song, right? Yep. And first half, he's just going at, he's just letting it fly. Like thought I had it, like he's just going at somebody. Um. Or going at something, some pillar, and then in the second half it just slows down a bit and changes up. But um, what do you think about it? I like it. I like that. This is the one. This is the record he was talking about. Y'all know me like you think you know me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't y'all know me at School of Rose? Though that was me, and that's not all of me. That's a part of me. And yeah, yeah. I, I just love addressing. You know, obviously it's a play on the movie because it's kind of been attached to him to a certain degree. Yeah, uh, because the movie was so popular and his album didn't his album come out like two months after the movie. I would have dropped it right around the time, so people would have so actually. So I think people my... probably thought like, "Yo, this dude trying to use the name when that's really his name." Like, <laughs> yeah, I would have used it for publicity. I would have made sure. I would have hoped somebody bought my album by mistake. Like, he, was the movie. His album cover is great because he trying no. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> gray and white. I'm like nigga, like, but um, but yeah, dope man, record. Definitely dope. Like that, you're gonna hear that a lot with this album that these records are dope yeah this this is a good album man um we'll talk up yeah it's a good album um Connor McDee's yes Connor McDee's McDee's featuring Taylor Gray and Sky Zoo Sky Zoo skated they all skated but Sky Zoo I think Sky Zoo had the best verse though but they all were dope Taylor were dope mm. uh Christian was dope if you Taylor is Christian's older brother and yes it's kind of hard kind of at times tell them apart. If you listen, you might think Christian has two verses. But yeah. they're definitely but they're they have their own styles in the way they MC though. Like Yeah, definitely. Taylor they definitely had a Taylor's wordplay is more dense. Right. Christian right. Christian spaces is out a little more. Right. But like you yeah. can tell the singing influence in him as he writes. Right. 
so and Skazu skated. That was a whole that collab surprised me a bit too. I was like, oh, he even referenced Skazu later on in the album on some other song. Like yeah. Skazu, they playing favorites. I'm like, yeah, because he was on Sky's album on the song playing favorites. Yeah, that Sky album was dope. But um, yeah, man, I like this record. I didn't like it at first. I ain't gonna lie. I just the video I skipped over. I'm like, I'm not listening to this. But I didn't, I didn't feel it at first. I'm like, eh, but this is actually dope, especially mm. in in the sequencing, like with the album. It, it yeah. falls in Fifty Shades, this, and then the No Glory Part Two. What you gonna go? You got more to say about Connie McDees? Nah, I'm cool. Do you know why it was named that? I have no clue. Okay. Um, I, I would like to know. I have no yeah. clue though. No Fifty One, the Glory Part Two. Number Fifty One, man. No, we're gonna just do No Fifty One. We got three thousand plays. We don't care about pronunciation. <laughs> no right. Fifty One. So obviously playing off of Fifty Shades. <laughs> yeah, but Number Fifty One, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Meaning he's the shade that was missed. Yeah. Right? Mm. This um, concludes side A. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the beginning of the side B of this album. Like, if it was a cassette, this would have been the time that you flip the tape and you hear this would be the first song you'd hear on the second side of the tape. Right. Um, how did you feel about Glory Part 2? I like it, man. Um, I like it, but that wasn't one of my favorite joints. I don't actually don't go back and... I don't go back to this song when I do listen to the album. Mm-hmm. I may skip it at times, but I don't hate the song. Um, yeah, it's a bit it's listenable. It's just sometimes I want to get to what's after it. Right, It's just right. me being like, you know, I'm a, trying to hear my song. And it's a bit long, so I'm like, cool, you know. Um, but yeah, it's cool. I like it. it it's, but I don't go to it when I open an album up. Rarely, if ever. Um, if it plays an album, I'm not skipping it. But, you know... Um, mm-hmm. So let's go to Open Door, man. Walking out that Open Door. See okay, you later. So Open Door is a record that he put out on... Um, what was the name of that thing? It was the... Um, dang. Yeah, Overflow. Know. Overflow. Um, the okay. Overflow. They had yeah. put out the Masters EP, I think it was called. Or the Demos. It was called the Demos EP. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. So this was one of those records that was up on SoundCloud a while ago. And then he took it down. Um, they cleaned it up some more, polished it up, and repre- represented it um, on the album here. I think it's still dope. It's cool. Yeah, man. Um, do you think has? Do you hear the message in the song? Or do you think it has any walking out the open door? See you later. Like he's definitely a lot of these songs. He's talking about some are about his wife, some are about life in general. But you can tell he definitely has a spot on person or something he's re- referring to. In a lot of mm-hmm. these songs, you know, um, and maybe be maybe the crowd, maybe those who doubt him, maybe those who saying he's doing this, he's a problem, you know. So yeah. it was definitely interesting to hear. Um, I'm just ready to get to the next song. Yeah, this is the song I'm talking about. I know this uh-huh. is your favorite song. My love, my is love real, is real. Dog. Yeah, um, the best, Shoot. the most radio driven single up here. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna pick one song with a radio outside this of Urban it. Radio, which is Fort Knox, I would say my love is real. You know, and because I can see this on. You know, um, yo, contemporary. This, is a, this could <laughs> be, a, yo. This will be Adult. on my summer. If we do the summer uh, soundscape playlist again, yeah, we're this doing will that be again. on mine. Yeah, this is gonna be on mine. This is a two-stepping yeah. barbecue and record. Straight yeah, up. my love is real is dope. The way it starts off, I didn't expect that beat to drop like that though. Mm-hmm. And again, it's piano driven. Dun, 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 dun. Like that starts, then it come up. Yeah. Fire! Like that was a bad crack, but. Yo, this record is dope, man. <laughs> uh, my love is real. It makes you want to grab that woman you're in love with or that man you're in love with, woman. Um, and it makes you, you know, or grab yourself. Pause. It's, you know, it makes you want to dance and my love is real. It makes you want to spin around. You know, Yo. seriously, like 
it's that song where you want to grab somebody and just love them and appreciate it. Got your lemonade with ice in it, you know, with, with the, the ribs in the grill. And you got your, your grill your grill sandals on, you know. I and, can't. Yeah. Grandpa got the griller fours on. Yeah, the fours. <laughs> but yeah, My Love is Real is dope, man. I, I like this Absolutely. song. Absolutely. This is my, and, one of my top three songs. Afraid With You, Fort Knox, and Love, with, and Love is Real is my top three songs up here. My Love I remember is Real. Armand tweeted that, um, what you call it, Afraid With You was a uh-huh. record that should be uh, a single. Yeah. And I said, this was my opinion, that My Love Is Real is the best radio selection and that, um, what was the record? Did we get to it yet? No, we didn't get to it yet, but a record coming up was okay. the best for a video. So. Yeah, My Love Is Real is definitely best single. Like, Afraid With You can work too, though, because John Legend and Sam Smith, they put out these ballads and all that, like, piano... Tyrese with shame, like they put all these ballads. You can put afraid with you out there. Um, it would definitely work too. Like, uh, yeah, absolutely. But nowhere, man. The 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 nowhere obvious. You said what? Nowhere is dope. I like nowhere. I like nowhere. It's like a CCM. I yep, can see like two of those here. Two CCM yeah. records. Yeah, I can see William Matthews singing this. Y'all, y'all know who he is. He's a CCM artist. I can't. I can't. William Matthews. Um, it's like he came out of nowhere. You saved me. I ran away. It's like a very Christocentric record. Talks about God saving him, coming out of nowhere to, mm. to grasp you and, and catch you in his arms. So this is a dope record, man. I think we can all relate to this. And it definitely Absolutely. hit me. Like, yeah, it definitely gets you like, man, wow. So I love nowhere. Um, this can work on any Christian gospel station. Uh, yeah. Blackmail. Blackmail. Yes. Blackmail interlude and then blackmail. Blackmail as a blackmail, like somebody yeah. blackmailing you. Mm-hmm. And then in parentheses, blackmail, like a black man. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the record that I was talking about that I think is best served in a video. I yeah, would I can love to even a short yeah. film of this would be dope. Yeah, I think that works better. The short film. I think that plays well. The short I film. I think a short film would be absolutely dope and you break in and out of the song. That yeah. would be awesome. Um, but I could also see where you would just shoot this as the video as is. So is this um, one of your favorite songs up here? What do you like about the song so much? I like That's the, a good song. I, it's a good song, but what do you like about it so much? Cause, okay, so one, I like how he breaks down the different upbringings in the first verse where you know there's this man and this woman there together and they're having conflict because there are things that she expects mm-hmm. or wants that are not really thoughts for him. So right, right. she's upset because they don't have the white picket fence. And where he's from, nobody has white picket fences. Right. Like Both perspectives are clashing. Like, hold up. I yeah. see this way, but and, this way. And, just, and FYI, this is talking about a uh, interracial relationship. So mm. in the sense of the story, it's an interracial relationship. This is a woman who is presumably white. Well, she is white. I think they say as much out of the, out of the lyrics. Um, you know, a white woman from you know upper middle class or affluent society and she's married to a black male who didn't come from that perhaps they met in college we don't know that part's not really explained Mm -hmm. how they met how they came together but we meet them where you know there's a conflict over their lifestyle um and you know there's an explanation of why she feels her way why he feels his way and you know you kind of come and you leave that story and then you come back into it where they're in a car they're pulled over Mm-hmm. And, you know, the woman's like, you know, officer, what, what seems to be the problem? And the officer's like, this ain't got nothing to do with you. I'm talking to him. There's a suspect we're looking for, and he fits the description. So, mm. 
obviously this touches on racial profiling um and the different see, dynamics interracial relationships and yeah relationships in general right and that's why compromise is so important man like outside of like and even like i'm sorry i even like the the aspect there's a line in there where he's like um the guy that basically the man had the thought that we should switch you should drive right. and i should sit in the passenger seat because right. we don't we're in a certain type of neighborhood and she's like it's not that big a deal just keep driving yo and that's so real you know how many times right as black men or black people like black people collectively like subconsciously or even like purposely i'll take off my hood or i'll fix my hat or i'll like yeah i'll take not, my hat off in certain neighborhoods like I'm, not driving, that I'm scared i'll take it off just to not get that attention exactly when i'm driving i'll take my hat off i'll make sure i'm sitting if i'm walking somewhere i'm not letting i'm not playing this i'm because not that i'm scared or i can't play it it's I like turn, i don't want to i turn the base down we not yeah i don't want to be a target and that's crazy that we have to think that way. But like even I walk in, if I see a group of white people walking down the street, older women, whatever, and then, you know, I'll like fix something up, take, unzip my, you know, this, do that, and stand up straight. Not that I'm purposely, I'm scared or, or traumatized because I'm not, my nigga. I don't care, right? But I do it because I don't want to become a target. And I do it to save the time and save the hassle, you know. And I know mm-hmm. some women, they do the same when it comes to men. Like they don't wear certain things because they know how men are. Not saying, oh, he a man, he's the problem. I get it, right? But. When it comes to that, someone but there's say, certain attention that if you don't want that, the attention and exactly, you know how to divert it, you should exactly. divert it. Exactly. So as a woman, they don't wear some women to tell you I don't wear certain things because I don't want men looking at me and well you you can wear what you want. A man don't know, but I get it. But I don't want that attention. I'm trying to divert it. So like with us, when it comes to those are opposite races, primarily police officers or white police officers, whatever, we do that. Police and officers. Of, period. It ain't just yeah. It's all of them. Okay, outside of police officers, we come to white people in white neighborhoods. <laughs> Suburban neighborhoods, quote unquote, we do that. And I, I remember somebody on the timeline said that, and I related to. Him. I'm like, yo, if I got a hood on, I'm taking it off. If I got a hat on, I'm taking it off. And I walk in an establishment because not that I'm scared or feel inferior, inferior to them. It's like I don't want to get attention. I don't want to like nothing to possibly go down. And like you said, when I'm driving, man, they, they turn you. You take your hat off. You ain't playing certain music. You just not condition. It's just you want to avoid the trouble, man. It's crazy that we have to live that way, but it's that's that's a reality. Yes, I can go in, throw my middle fingers, and not care, do this. I'm going to be me. Yes, I am, regardless, but, like, you got to be wise about the situation. But, Word. yeah, yeah. so, yeah. And compromise is important, too, outside of that. Compromise when it comes to relationships. I think that this opens it up, right? When it comes to your wife, your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your friend, your best friend, your mother, your son, your coworker. Compromise is very important. Communication and compromise. I think those two things are key, man. Um, I don't know what soul I'm talking to today, but. <laughs> no, I don't know which one of you I'm speaking to who and life I'm in want, if you want to you know give an offering you oh yeah we definitely hit the, hit the DMs we'll give you the PayPal account hit the DMs man please but seriously man compromise is key even with this show me and you we compromise right Word. we communicate that's very key in relationships like yo let's talk let's meet each other halfway but um let's get back to this album uh follow you I'm not too big on the song it's um, another you know it's yeah. another uh CCM record. Yeah. I don't think it's as good as Nowhere, but it's cool. It's not as good as Nowhere. But it's it's not bad either. It's not, I'm good. Like it's the this and uh what's the record? The Glory Part Two? Mm-hmm. Like I I don't really go to. Or the Black Man Interlude. Well that's interlude, obviously, but those two records I really don't go to. But when it comes to collectively my favorite songs in this album, Fray With You, Fort Knox, uh Fifty Shades, Nowhere, and My Love Is Real. Those are like my favorite songs up here. And Afraid With You being my favorite song. Um, collectively, it's a very piano-driven album. I like the production. 
you know, it, it reminds me of School of Roses. It's not much, or it's not too much or overbearing. It's just enough, right? He rides it well. It's just enough for him to fill in between. Um, it's not crazy features up here. I saw of Kirk speaking on the phone, whatever he was on. And, and uh, Sky Zoo and Taylor. It's Sky Zoo and Taylor. It's not, and that woman singing. That was a woman singing on Lauren um, Heatherly. Oh, okay. Outside of she that, she was if you if you are familiar with Christian's work, she was my on dog, Autumn people. Leaves from Body Art. Yeah, Body Art was crazy too. Um, but yeah, collectively, I like this album. I do. Um, I I've still listened to it since it dropped. Um, we obviously had more time to do it. You know, yeah. um, since we ain't been up up here for like three weeks. <laughs> but I like the album, man. What What are your uh, primary thoughts on it collectively? Like, I really like this album. I really like the beginning of this album. Yeah. Stop me, Fort Knox. Fire, fire. My love is real. Nowhere, blackmail. Those are all records I really, really enjoy. But man, oh man, like I can't. Is, is it something wrong with me that I can't listen to an album without comparing it to this artist's previous works? It's not. I mean, that's only. I think that's only natural. I think we gotta make ourselves not do that. But it's only natural. Yeah, because it's hard. Because for me, like I, I hear this. And by the time I finish this album, I want to listen to School of Roses. School of Roses which is to awesome because it plays it plays immediately on my iPhone, so that's cool. Yeah. But like, man, like, I think they're kind of similar in the ways too. They're kind of similar. Things, yeah, there are some things like, okay, so like, number fifty one, the Glory mm-hmm. Part Two, mm-hmm. and Follow You. Like those are records that. You know, if I'm playing, if I play the album, it's cool. I won't skip it. Mm-hmm. But if I wanted to hear something, like if I get the urge to hear something that's after it, I'm skipping. Right. But with School of Roses, I don't nothing. have that. Like, nothing. If, Bur- if Roses 102, Burning House comes on, it's just going to play. That's The whole why. five minutes and 23 seconds. If Convenient comes on, it's just going to play. Yeah. If I mean, After All comes on, it's just going to play. Like, yeah. School of Roses is a certified classic, if man. If Ghost comes on, it's just going to play. Yeah. Um, I like School of Roses better. Obviously, it's classic. We we still need time with this. You can't just... But I would it's say probably... Like, honestly, it's like... It's like... I don't even know how to say this. It's like, it's like anybody that has two classic albums. You have your preference, but they're both really good. Right. Night and day, basically. Night, yeah, night and day. It's like, like, if you're a big fan... You got Ready to Die. You oh, got yeah. Life After Death. Yeah, but there's got... one that you probably prefer over the other. For me, I'm a Life After Death guy. I prefer right. that album over Ready to Die. True, but, true. of course, Ready to Die has records that I love. There's Juicy. There's yeah. uh, Big Papa. There's One More Classic. Chance. Yeah, there's um, The What. Like, I want to hear those records. Man. But yeah. that doesn't mean that I want to hear those records over you know, most of Ready to Die. Yeah, man. Um, I like this album. I'm not ready to say it's better than School of Roses. Um, I don't know if I'll ever be ready to say that, and that's fine. You sometimes you don't have to compare the two. You can just appreciate both. But as humans, naturally, you know we that's compare we to the, we compare to the predecessor. Even in sports, last year y'all won this three P. Like we we do exactly. this, we do that. We did it we with Steph Curry. Steph Curry do killed your... OKC. We was like, yo, exactly. They lost to the San Antonio. We like, what's going on, bro? Yeah, you do it with your, the love of your life, your exes. Well, you was better. You did this. You we all do it, man. <laughs> you do it with your former pastors. You do it with like Yo, we compare stuff to, to the former. Now nah, we do. Like we compare. This is this. What well, you feel? You know, you feel this area where they lacked in. We all we all do that. So, but um, you don't have to do it, and sometimes you don't. You shouldn't do it. 
Uh, but we just do it. So, but yeah, um, I like Christian Gray. Very talented, man. Y'all check this album out. The Glory album. Christian Gray spell C-H-R-I-S-T-O-N-G-R-A-Y. Christian Gray. Um, Definitely. Yeah, man. So, we proud to hear from y'all again, man. Shout out to YouNative.com. YUNative.com again. Um SoundCloud, iTunes, y'all leave reviews, man. Y'all definitely been hitting us up up there, rating the show, leaving reviews. We appreciate that. Um, we try to bring great content, and the artist spotlight series hasn't started this year yet, but we definitely about to kick it, kick definitely about to kick started, man. We haven't had anybody this year. We definitely about to kick started. I think I got somebody in mind that I want to get on soon. Um, but yeah, man. Word. So y'all check them albums out, y'all. Again, like y'all always do, feedback on Twitter. I gotta get back up there. <laughs> Hit us up. Let us know. Let us know what's going on. Follow the Instagram page too. Tony supposed to be spearheading yeah, that. Definitely. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and all you new listeners, what's good? If y'all like the show, please stay with us. If not, deuces. Uh, but we do love y'all. <laughs> you know, we are we out here. Definitely. Um, another episode. We out. Squat. Peace. Peace. I got hot sauce in my bag. Swag.